Welcome to episode five of Sport Organ Voices. This podcast gives you an insider's look at upcoming events and shares the unique stories that prove there's no better place in the world for sports than here in Oregon. This week is all about Sport Organ's flagship foundation initiative, She Flies, and the upcoming Sport Organ Holiday Bash benefiting She Flies. Today, we're joined by Sport Organ COO, Micah Janet Veneman, Timbers and Thorns VP of Community and Social Impact, Dr. Robin Beavers, and Mendy CEO and co-founder, Rachel Rapino. If you want sport at the highest level, we've got you. Welcome to episode five of Sport Organ Voices. Welcome to episode five of Sport Oregon Voices. We are here at the Sport Oregon office today to talk all about Sport Oregon's flagship foundation initiative, She Flies, and the upcoming Sport Oregon Holiday Bash benefiting She Flies. She Flies uplifts girls and women through sport. I can't wait to dive in deeper with this group to share how we do that and why it is so important in today's world. I'm Micah Jane Veneman, COO at Sport Oregon. We are joined today by a pair of incredible women um, to really speak about the importance of she flies. So thank you for joining us. And with that said, I'll let the two of you introduce yourself. Good morning, Dr. Robin. Good morning, Michael. I am Dr. Robin Beavers. I am the new vice president of community and social impact for the Portland Tempers and the Thorns. And I'm Rachel Rapino. I'm the CEO and founder of Mindy. And Mindy is a hemp and plant-based wellness brand that empowers active lifestyles with tools to thrive naturally. Uh, I am also a proud Portland pilot, pilot co-owner. Ooh, go pilots! Before we really dive in and talk about all the nitty details about She Flies, we should like take a second and explain in general what She Flies is and what the origin is, how it started. And it basically started with a lot of things during the pandemic, surprise, Mm -hmm. when we were restructuring all the initiatives we do at the foundation. And I couldn't stop reading and finding the astonishing facts online and everywhere that girls are two times more likely to drop out of sports at the age of 14. Um, also, less than 30% of all youth coaches are women, <clears throat> and among adults, men are twice as likely as women to report that they play sports, which means like a lot of dads are still in the baseball team, are still like in sports team or whatever, men's, and women most likely say they are not playing sports anymore or they are not active anymore. And there's a lot of talk to uh, there's a lot to talk about the why, but all that said, we all know the benefits of sports. We will talk about it more in the next 45 minutes, but it forced us to build an initiative that is based on three pillars, and the three pillars are keep girls in the game, empower female coaches, and fit for life. And how do we do that? What does She Flies do um, on a daily basis? And It's basically three things as well. We provide a lot of content, education and awareness. We do a lot of events, clinics, trainings to connect people and to connect other nonprofits and to connect people that work on that same issue and trying to solve that issue. Um, And we give out grants. Like 
money rules the world, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's basically what SheFlies is. It's ever evolving um, in the current world and um, we always try to like make it better, make it bigger, make it fit more to the needs that the current world needs. But um, Robin, maybe I start with you because you really have, have been engaged, I think, since I started um, to talk to people about that and the idea and what SheFlies is. And, and why was that? Like even in your time back when you worked at Trillium Family Services. Yes. I was so excited, first of all, being born and raised here in Portland um, and growing up in the sports industry, my friends, you know, mm -hmm. everyone heavily involved in sports. Uh, just an honor to be um, asked to be a part of the sport Oregon board. And I always thought, how am I going to get involved? <laughs> well, then there were She Flies. And once you kick that off and just all the opportunities to help promote, you know, all the good things that She Flies uh, wants to do and is doing in the community, um, that is what excited me. I was just, it's great to have something that's uplifting um, women and girls in sports. And it's even more of a, a privilege to be able to be a part of that. Thank you. And yeah, um, it's so funny with Rachel. I always call her like, Rachel, what's next? Because that's always <laughs> literally, that's always your question. Whatever we do together or whenever we meet, like we say goodbye and she's like, what's next? So yeah. Um, and I think besides the fact that we are just a really good team and that we all like each other and what we do, it's really the cause that, 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 that motivates you and that, that, that resonates so much with you. And can you talk a little bit about that? Like, yeah, well, it's definitely, your guys' passion and purpose is so in alignment with my passion and purpose with, you know, protecting women and uplifting women, especially in the Portland community. So I love working with you guys, anything I can do. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, sports, it has such a deeply human connection and relationship with sports and all that it's done for me in my life. I literally would not be sitting here today if it wasn't for soccer and it being a vehicle to get an education and a pathway out of Reading. I was just yes. talking to you, I'm from Reading, California, which, you know, is really beautiful in a lot of ways, but there's there wasn't a lot of opportunity mm -hmm. for my sister and I there. Um, and I am a living, breathing story of if it was not for soccer, my parents told us, if you don't get a scholarship, you're going to the JC in Reading. And like, that was our only other option. So it's like, I mean, imagine our life had that been our pathway. Um, so yeah, I mean, I love working with you guys and definitely your initiative for She Flies is a deeply, um, it's, I have a deep relationship with that because of just my own pathway of soccer and getting out of Reading. And so um, anything I can do is obviously uplift what you guys are doing and promote it. Um, either through my, you know, personally or through my business, I'm a big fan of that. Awesome. And, and I think, Robin, I mean, now you work in sports too, but before that, a trillion family services, I think 20 years or like how long? It's unbelievable. But anyway, how can you tell or how have you experienced how much sports impacted girls in all the programs Absolutely. you did compared to other programs or in general. And what did it do? Absolutely. Um, so I only worked at Trillium for a couple of years, but just being in, in uh, but 20 years yeah. in the whole philanthropic community service, uh, working with youth and families for years. 
And uh, I worked for a youth service agency for 15 years called Self Enhancement Incorporated. And it was founded upon the principle of sports. And originally, it was founded for boys. Um, founded during the 80s, the founders were uh, basketball stars of the Portland community. Um, and they uh, wanted to use basketball as a means to get uh, males, black males in particular, off the streets. The games were in the 80s, um, you know, kind of taking over. And so out of that grew this wonderful organization. And one of the things that over the years that they, they've implemented is they started off with girls. There's always boys basketball camps. And they had girls basketball camps. And every summer that I worked there, you know, being a part of those girls basketball camps was a big deal. And um, I always got, they wouldn't let me on court. Although I should tell everybody, I did get my letter in high school in basketball. <laughs> I mean, yes, there's a big cheerleader on the back because there's a cheerleader of my uh, Lemmings jacket, but I love the basketball. They wouldn't let me on the court, but they did let me on, on the uh, in the classroom to talk to those young girls about um, careers, how sports can help them, as uh, Rachel talked about, as a pathway on the college and then into sport into a career. And so I think having um, platforms that allow girls. Um, to uh, see how sports can be used as a vehicle um, to for their lives, uh, not only for you know education and their careers, but also to teach them how to be leaders, um, to teach them the value of you know competition, friendly competition. Um, I think it helps helps them grow a lot. So um, the <clears throat> initiatives that that we do here at Chief Wise, I think, are so important um, in providing organizations you know, um, a platform so that they can help the girls in the community, I think is a great thing. Absolutely. And I think you both you both said that like vehicle that sport was kind of like the vehicle mm -hmm. through everything you guys did in your career. And then how how was that for you, Rachel? Like sport is your thing and then you get injured. But how could you take the things you learned through sport? Now you're super successful entrepreneurs, you have investors um, your product is amazing, it keeps growing. Um, so how, how could you transition from, okay, unfortunately I can't play anymore, I probably have to like um, retire from my sporting career early, but it's okay because I can take all that and build on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I love what you said about, it's so powerful what you just said about, they wouldn't let you on the court. Yeah. And I just, you know, I mean, that is, that's sort of my story. It, you know, I got out of Reading, I played the University of Portland, um, won a national championship in Ohio, yes. and I had a little trouble there. Um, so, you know, I had a successful collegiate career, um, and I was able to get an education, and I played a year in the pros, which I was very proud of. But ultimately, like, the body of my career had been largely outside of being an athlete. But because of the vehicle that sport has played in my mm -hmm. life and the pathway, I've been able to make an impact and do so much outside of just being a professional athlete and being on the field and to your point. They let you in the classroom, you know, for me, I, my professional career, there's so much of an impact that I can make outside of just the, yes. the lines of the field, you know. Um, and I think that's something that's really important to communicate and to, mm -hmm. to tell young women is, you you know, the likelihood of them being a professional athlete, very small, yeah. right? Like less than 1% you can right. go on to play who you want. Right. Um, but there's so much that you can there's do so just much. beyond being an athlete. It's it's the 
camaraderie. It's obviously like the character building um, aspects of being an athlete and going on to get your education. Just getting out of the town that you're from was really impactful for me and my sister. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's that's that's like part of the narrative that we need to teach young women is right. like you may not be a pro athlete, but you are going to be a professional in some capacity, yeah. and it all can work together in a positive yes. way. <clears throat> and really, and I think this is what our um, Fit for Life pillar talks a lot about, like how sport is a tool for you in your daily right. life. Like I, um, I'm doing sober October. And then I heard my calf running like two days ago and my husband goes like, sober October and you can't run. This is a combination. <laughs> so, you know, I think stay out of the way. <laughs> like, how important is sports for you to be successful in everything you do at your business right now and right. in your daily life? Like, what would it be without sports? and? I think we can't even imagine, but maybe Rachel, like you have, you probably have a workout routine. Like I think you have certain go-tos of, okay, I have to build this in, I have to build this block in, and get away from my computer or get away from the numbers right. or get away from community and colleagues and just be out in the woods or be moving, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think you. Um, one of the things you you highlighted in um, your stats. <laughs> is that girls stop playing sports at age 14. Mm -hmm. You have that statistics. I think about, I mean, I still play sports in high school, but literally, you know, soft, softball. And once I got to high school, I stopped playing that, you know? Um, but I also think about health and wellness. And if that stat is true, then you've got, you know, teenage girls not getting that exercise and how important that is uh, as well. Like, you know, you turned over to Rachel, like she probably got an everyday workout routine. Mine is about five minutes. So that <laughs> might be a little help. That's still great now. <laughs> it's better than nothing. Yeah, right? it's better than nothing. But I think that's one of the things that, that sports and promoting women in sports can help help with is health and wellness, not only physically, but also mentally as well. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that's been for you or, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I, you know, we all have our certain goals, fitness goals. I <laughs> love to work out. I definitely, you know, but it's for me, it's not just because I want to look a certain way. It obviously mm -hmm. helps physiologically, emotionally, um, hormonally. I mean, there's so much that it does to physiologically and we don't have to dive into the science of that, but we know <laughs> that our bodies are meant to move. Right. And it's really healthy for us to move both emotionally um, and just dealing with like the external stresses of life as children and also adults but you know i definitely work out fairly hard people always ask me like why what are you training for and i love the term fit for life because that's yeah, really yes. what it is like i'm just i'm working out for life i just yeah. you know i want to be able to jump in to a pickup game or to a interval run or to a you know strength workout um that's my personal you know fitness mm -hmm. goal but i I always joke because my mom, so Megan and I played soccer and basketball growing up. We were in track, which is sort of like a part yes. of soccer. Yes. Right? Just yes. like fitness. But one thing that she always made us do was swim. So we actually were competitive swimmers all through high school and we hated it. It was like the thing that we fought her the most. We would always argue. Um, but now it's like the thing that I'm so grateful that I know how to do because I've had a lot of injuries. And, but it's also just like very cross training. And I think yeah. it's just something that it feels good when you're empowered in your body to know how to jump on a bike or jump in a pool right, or you right. know, go out for a run. 
Um, and I think that's really important, especially for young women, is just being comfortable and empowered in your body. Right. Um, and one other thing that I'll say too, my sister and I, we were just talking about this whole concept of self-care. Mm -hmm. Because for so long, women, you know, it's like they were doing self-care, but it was more about their nails or their facials or their right. hair. And don't get me wrong, I love all that too, but I think now we're transitioning into this narrative of like, self-care for women is not just going to the salon. It's like hitting the gym, it's, take, it's yes. seeing a therapist, it's doing all the other things where you feel empowered and feel good in your body. Yeah, yes. um, and I love that that conversation is changing for women because yes. self-care is definitely not just about like your nails and your hair. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, and I think that is, that is why She Flies is not only targeting girls or, you know, like a certain age. No, it is really targeting all of us as a community. Right. It is targeting the mother. It is targeting the, the dog mom. It is targeting the, the grandma, the neighbor, everything. And, and really like rewriting the narrative of what like self-care is. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, I like that. Like my five-year-old says, like mommy's going for a run because she just needs some time. Oh. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what they need to learn mm -hmm. and that's what they will take because the girl of today is the leader of tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's I think, the big idea of like she flies um, too, of like, hey, in the current world and, you know, we don't even want to turn the news on anymore sometimes because mm -hmm. we don't even know where to start changing things. And I, and I think the amazing thing about she flies is that it enables all of us to do a little part to create a better tomorrow. And it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter if you're an auntie, your grandpa, again, the neighbor, the friend, whatever, you can all be part of this right. change. And, and to me, this is like super powerful, super uplifting. And, and if I look back at, at the events, our signature events of, of 22, what we had done, we had like, a virtual panel in February um, during National Girls and Women's Day and I, I just remember like getting a text from you know like a high school in Northeast um, Portland saying we're like five minutes late we're trying to get it on in the auditorium so we can all watch and you know and so that that was back in like oh can we still like be together in person or mm -hmm. not so we did that um, we were a beneficiary of the Red Gala PDX at the Bodega House, which was mm -hmm. fantastic. And then we had the She Flies Festival yes. in May. And we took over um, uh, Fields Park in the Pearl, which also, again, the layout is kind of a circle where we kind of like could picture, yes. like this is the 360 initiative. It all connects, it's all kind of a circle. Dr. Robin, you were there, you were the MC of the day. Yes. Um, what do you remember? What, what, what stuck with you on that day? And why, have, why do we have to do it again? We have to do it again. Yeah. Because everyone didn't know, but even though we had a good turnout for the first event, but it was exciting. She talks about if anyone's ever been to Fields Park in Northwest, it is, it's a park. There's a little kind of man-made track um, around it. But it was great to be on stage because you could see all the people that were involved. So we had um, vendors there, we had organizations that were promoting what they're doing in girls and women's sports so people could learn more about them. There were a ton of different sport oriented um, tables, interactive tables. I think, what was it, uh, Rose City Rose? 
Grove City Rotors was oh, there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Mandy was there. They brought their church. Oh, everything. Yes. It was like amazing. But um, I think it was a great time for people to learn about what we're doing at Sheepwise. Um, learn about uh, the organizations that we gave out grants to. We gave out money um, to different organizations. Um, I can't wait for the next one. I mean, we're only going to build on that one um, that we have. But it was an amazing event. Um, I think it was great. And I love that we did it like a festival. I mean, you can have an award ceremony and coming out of the nonprofit world and world of uh, philanthropy and events, you know, it's always that sit in a stuffy, you know, room and get somebody on stage. But we did it outdoors. You know, what better way to promote women in sports and sports in general than to be outdoors where people could move? We had, um, was it bar? Mid-bar screen. Oh, my goodness. Flex and flow. Yes. Doing exercises. I kind of did exercise with my ribs. <laughs> but, um, but it was just amazing. And I think what that's the best way to like promote the work that we're doing, um, the way that we did that. So it was a great yeah. event. But she'd be a model. She didn't mention all the events. We mm -hmm. had this woman in sports, motorsports panel about two months ago. That was amazing. I think hopefully I'm encouraging you all to do more of those events because young people need to, um, women in general, too, but especially young girls need to be able to um, see women um, in different sports industries and in different jobs, as well as women who, like Rachel, who played um, professional and collegiate sports and what they're doing now, how they transform that into a career. We need to have more platforms, and I think She Flies allows that. And so more and more and more, Micah. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And and I think this is, this is really another um, key thing about cheap guys. We're not here to reinvent the world. We're not here to like have another program who says this is the new thing we all need to do. No, it's she flies is really a platform to elevate all the great things that are that people already do. There's so many amazing nonprofits, so many programs, so many things. And I think we see ourselves a little bit as the United Nations to say, hey, we all need to be more united. We all need to share all the good things um, that, that, that our people doing and, and, and all the possibilities and options because as a matter of fact, it's often like barriers to find, like there's so many barriers to find the program. There's, and, and, and whatever we can do to remove these barriers for more girls to get active, for more parents to be active, and honestly for more uh, females to be coaches, right? Yes, um, yes, yes. That's what that's what we want to do, and and I think the she fly stories um, were a big part of that too, because a lot of time it's just telling your story, sharing an idea, and somebody else picks it up. It's like, oh, we should do that too, and it's the inspiration. Um, I think Rachel, you have seen the stories too, and. Um, and, and you share your story all the time, and I think it's so powerful. Um, how important is that, that we just communicate, share in safe spaces, and, um, yes. and give forward that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I know, and that's why I love what you guys are doing, because to your point, you're not reinventing the wheel, but you're just mm -hmm. amplifying the, the <clears throat> incredible women here in Oregon, their stories, the work that they're doing, and then bringing young women into that fold. Um, I know we're probably going to touch on this, but you know, seeing is believing. Right? Yeah. It actually matters. Yeah. It yeah. really does. And even just sharing stories 
for young women to see what you can be yeah. is so important uh, yeah. to build the next generation of leaders. Yes. Yeah, and I just stepped into a leadership role in professional sports, and I would love to help lead some initiative to get more women leaders in professional sports, especially those leading women professional sports. Mm -hmm. We need us leading us. So that's yes. the next initiative. Yes. So last year was our first year that we give our brands. Um, we were overwhelmed and amazed by the applications. Also, again, by the quality and um, the execution of the applications, what people asked for, how much thought they put into it, how much like we really sat there with the jury and we're like, oh my God, if we had more money, if we yeah. just had more money, what do we do? Long story short, in our inaugural year, we were able to give out um, $25,000. And you know, while this might not sound like a lot of money, like from your, again, going back to your experience working in the nonprofit sector, what happens um, to an organization if they get awarded with a $5,000 grant? Like, what is the reaction? How much does that change what they can do in their daily like life, Absolutely. day to day? What does that mean for a kid? Um, can you yep. elaborate a little Absolutely. bit on that, Dr. Roy? You know, any funds that you provide a nonprofit, especially those that are serving youth and families, I mean, that <clears> makes <throat> the difference between um, if they can deliver an after-school program or not, even if it's just for a day. So, you know, if that $5,000 can impact 20 kids, that's a big deal, even if it's just for a day. Yeah. So um, those donations, um, that funding that you're providing, those nonprofits, um, is very helpful. Very helpful, very impactful. They can't do their work without funds to do that work. Yeah. So. And that's exactly why we're doing another thing for the first time. And that's our She Flies Holiday Bash on December 6th at the Hotel Eastland in uh, Portland. Tickets are out for sale, sponsorships are out for sale. But I think we, we can talk here all day long about and sit here and say, these, these things are all great, the biggest game changer. And I hear you, Rachel, saying that all the time because the game changer in everything we do in the end of the day is money. And this is this is really what we have to ask for. Um, show your money where your mouth is. Besides all the other things that people can do, um, tell us and, and emphasize why that it is. Rachel. Yeah, money talks. I mean, right. Yeah. Right. it is the way the world was built. It is definitely the way this country is built. So if you care about something, show me the money. That's what, that's what we always say, um, you know, especially as women's athletes, we're still fighting for, um, you know, more resources and more protection in our yes. pro soccer landscape here. But yeah, I mean, you know, resources and protection are really the vehicle for change. I yep. think we're definitely starting to see more resources and an equitable environment uh, in the women's professional landscape. I think now the conversation is shifting to like, okay, that's great. Um, let's protect our players both Absolutely. from the youth and the professional level. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for athletic departments uh, deploying capital or money to mm -hmm. female scholarships. My sister and I wouldn't have gotten a scholarship at the University of Portland. Um, if our professional, you know, uh, US women's players didn't have the resources 
to take U.S. soccer to court. We wouldn't, they wouldn't have yes. been able to fight for the equal pay battle. <clears throat> I mean, it's just a trickle-down effect. It, it stems into every aspect of, uh, of impact and of, of true change. So, yeah, I mean, I can't, you know, I, even with Mindy, I've raised money. Would not be here today if it wasn't for people um, investing in my company and in me personally. Um, I still have a lot of conversations though with investors who say they care about change, and I'm like, that's great. <laughs> Where's your checkbook? Yes, I mean, put your money there. At the end of the day, I don't mean to be um, callous in any way. I mean, right. I know people people do care, but that is truly the the sort of like litmus test of, of how deeply you want to see something change. Absolutely. If, yeah. you, if you put resources toward, people put resources toward what they care about. And so yeah. it's one thing to be philosophical and talk about it. But as Rachel said, I mean, when you put money on it, that means it's important to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put your money where your mouth is, right? So with that said, how can you do that on December 6th? How can you do that in general for Chi-Fi's? Um, your company can be a sponsor off the table. We promise you it'll be a celebration again. It's not one of these dinners where you sit the whole time and you get the chicken rubber dinner. Like, I don't, like I'm not going to this either. So be insured, it'll be fun. There will be another panel. We have an amazing, like I think we're known for our um, auctions and pedal race experience packages, sport packages are the best packages in the world. I think we can all agree on that. But even if your company's budget is done for the year or whatever, like please consider being a seed donor, like a personal donor. Every single cent um, will help make a difference. Otherwise, just bring people. If your neighbor's in town, if your colleague is in town, if you know people that want to be engaged in the initiative, like that is, that is a great event to get inspired, to learn, to actively do your part um, in the community um, and join us. Micah, can you uh, share with us some of the, only because I can't remember, but some of the organizations that benefited last year from your grants? Yeah, absolutely. Um, That was Rose City Rollers, um, the Outrigger Canoe Club in Hood River. They are amazing. If you ever want to do a team building, just call them and it's like you have the best day ever. Um, The Children's Quarters um, out in Milwaukee in Portland, amazing par three, nine hole golf course. Like they're doing a fantastic job out there. They also have an afternoon school program. It's, yeah. Um, um, Active Children Portman's mm-hmm. great organization again great afternoon school program and then last but not least like Skate Like a Girl and um, it is so awesome because it totally fuels into you can't be what you can't see right. seeing these girls skating and being in the half pipe and or at the Bodica house in the bowl um, and everything they do um, yeah Kudos, kudos. And this, that said, as I said before, we had like over 30 applications and mm-hmm. we had we had to pick five, but there was not one application that had to be withdrawn because it was, it was either not eligible or the cost wasn't 
fitting or angry. It was a hard decision. Yeah, it was a really hard decision. I think back, I think you were part of the committee, um, Mm -hmm. so you know, and um, our big goal is to like just award way more organizations um, next year. Okay, um, Robin, last question before we all go back out in our in the real world and have to do all the other fun things of our job. Um, in your role um, at the Swords and Timbers, um, you do basic you uplift communities through sports day in day out. Why is it so important to support the Holiday Bash on December six? It is so important to support the Holiday Bash. I think we talked about it uh, this morning. Um, just the platform that you're giving um, girls and women um, in sports to be all they can be and to be successful. And so the dollars that we raise at the bash are gonna go to support all those initiatives, not just other organizations, but those initiatives that help other organizations uplift sports for women and girls. And I just think that's so important. We're really committed uh, to ensuring that women and girls, you know, have what they need uh, and to be successful through sports. I'm excited to be in this job because we're gonna be in the community. Um, sports for everybody, especially girls and women, but sports for everybody. Thanks, Dr. Robin. Thanks, Rachel. Um, thanks to all of you joining us today. Before we go, I wanna take time to thank Chief Vice Current Sponsors, Travel Oregon, PNC, UBS, Ideas Collide, Hyphen, and Providence Sports Medicine, as well as Enterprise Holdings. I also want to encourage all of you to check out the Sport Oregon Holiday Bash, benefiting She Flies. You can purchase your ticket at sportoregon.org or sheflies.org. And to stay informed about all the things we do at She Flies, follow Sport Oregon on social media. That's all for episode 5 of Sport Oregon Voices. We will see you at the Holiday Bash December 6th as she flies soars to new heights.